person next to you. Give him a high five. Low five. Any five. Tell him you look good this morning because our God is good. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, if you are free, this asks you to rise one more time and it's to the reading of the Word of God. His Word is pure. His Word is a shield unto them that put their trust in His Word. His Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. If you have your Bible, wanted to turn to the book of John. First John chapter 1 and verse 1. A couple of scriptures there this morning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And verse 14, and the Word was made flesh and dwell among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. One more scripture here from the book of 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 16 to 17. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16 to 17. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and the and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which ye are. Father, Lord, hide me behind the cross this morning. Lord, turn up the amplifiers of heaven. Lord, that you may speak to your people, Lord. I pray this, Lord, in your mighty name, Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to greet our visitors here this morning. Good to have you here, especially brother, pastor from um, Saibai Island. Praise the Lord. Pastor Osimo. Praise the Lord. Good to have you in the house of the Lord here this morning. And our visitors, I just want to spend a little minute, take a little bit of your time this morning and just share about some important things in the Bible. Everything in the Bible is important. Amen? Every word of God is pure. Every word of God is important. The tabernacle is an incredible important study in our Bible. There are only two chapters talk about the creation. But there are 42 chapters about the tabernacle plan. Praise the Lord. Throughout Scripture, there are four major dwelling places of God. The first dwelling places we touched on this morning was the tabernacle of Moses. It was a temporal tabernacle or a temporal dwelling place. We have the other tabernacle, which is the temple of Solomon. That was a permanent place. The other dwelling place of the Lord is we find in the book of John, the incarnation or the representative of God in flesh, we find the scripture says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the word, the flesh, dwelt among us. The tabernacle of God dwelt among us and we beheld the glory as of the, glory as the, of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The second major 
dwelling place of the presence of the Lord is the church. Everybody say the church. For ye are the temple of the living God, as God had said. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God. This is in 2 Corinthians 6, 17, we read. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separated, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Praise the Lord. One of the other dwelling places of the Lord is the, the eternal dwelling place of the Lord. And John, in the book of Revelation, saw the holy city and the, and the new Jerusalem coming, down, coming from God out of heaven. In Revelation 21, 2 and 4. And John said, I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is within man. And he will dwell with them. And they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them. So the overriding principle of the entire tabernacle system was the principle of sacrifice. So in the, in the Old Testament, thousands of as pastors spoke this morning about it. I'm just recapping it again as God is speaking to us. Praise the Lord. In the Old Testament, thousands of animals died to cover sin temporarily. In the incarnation, Jesus Christ became the final and perfect sacrifice. In eternity, Jesus' sacrifice will be honored, and so will the sacrifices of those as well that serves and loves our Lord. The tabernacle was God's original blueprint for relationship with you and me, with God and us. Everything else that comes later in the Word of God. In other words, our relationship with God must follow the same pattern. So this purpose of this sharing today is only a bird's eye view. I cannot go through 42 chapters to tell you about the tabernacle's plan this morning. We're only here for a short time and I don't want to be holding you from KFC or McDonald's or... Any of them delicious cakes at the back. But today, I just want to take a little portion of your time and encourage us that we have a mission. Amen. I'm going to put this thing on here. This is my VIP pass. Anybody had a VIP experience before? Yeah? VIP, you know, go... You go to the shops and they say, we got VIP specials going on today. Or you go to the movies and they say, we go, there's, a, there's a lane here for everybody to line up. And this lane over here is for the VIP. And so you walk in and you say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got the VIP. I'm going in straight in, yeah. This morning, God wants to give you a VIP pass. How's that? Amen. According to... 1 Peter 2 and 5 and 9. Every saint, say every saint, is anointed 
as a priest, as they experience the new birth in Christ. In 1 Peter 2, 5 and 9, it says, Ye are lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to be offered up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. But ye are a chosen generation. You have this thing called a VIP. You're very important people. Don't you know that? Amen. You're important. The world may see that you're not important. But God sees you that you're very, very, very important people. How's that? God is giving you VIP passes today because you're important people. Praise the Lord. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In the Old Testament, the priest of the tribe of Levite served in the tabernacle and all the temple. And at that time, the Lord separated these Levites because they had a special service to bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord and to minister to him and to bless his name in the book of Deuteronomy. As priests, they were separated from the people. The Lord had a special use for the, for the priest. They were to be pure people. They went through sacrifices process. They were to live holy before God and wear special garments. Don't you feel special this morning? Amen. Amen. Look at all the lovely ladies with their special garments on. The flowery garments and all these garments, man. Praise the Lord. Aren't you feel special that God has given you a special garment to wear this morning? He's taking that old garment of heaviness. He's giving you a garment of praise. Hallelujah. We should show forth praises unto our Lord. Hallelujah. He was worthy of our praise. Somebody should say praise the Lord. They have been given a special authority by God in Deuteronomy. I won't go through the scripture, but you can go through yourself in 20, Deuteronomy 21 and 5. God has chosen them to minister unto him and to bless his name. These responsibilities are given to every born-again Christian. Not just the pastor, not just the preacher. As spiritual priests, our purpose is to reconcile the fallen humanity to the Messiah. We should act different. Amen? We should live different. To the rest of the world. We are not to just supposed to be just like everybody else. Remember the story of the eagle and the chicken? The eagle thought he was a chicken living in the chicken farm, but he was an eagle. Imagine that. Praise the Lord. We are different. We are a separated generation. We are a holy people. We are a chosen generation. Hallelujah. We should show forth praises unto our king because we are different. We are unique. We are a special people. We have VIP passes. Hallelujah. And God wants to give some of you these VIP passes today. If you are 
available. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, anybody filled with the Holy Ghost? Let's see our hands. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, not only has the Lord saved you, He has given you a responsibility. Say, I am responsible. I am responsible into the office of priest. I don't look like a priest, but if you have the Holy Ghost, praise the Lord. You have the Holy Ghost in you. Praise the Lord. Now let us look back to the Old Testament. One of the key responsibilities of the priest was to carry the ark, as pastor talked this morning about it, on behalf of the people. When the people moved from one place to the next, it was the job of the priest to carry the ark. Before the people, when they would set up the tent, the priest would set up the ark. When they would move again, the priest would unpack the ark and put it on the on that on that on that rack again and carry it. It was the priest's job to carry all these things. The Israelites, they would just put their hands in their pocket and walk and follow the, the priest. They didn't have to carry any heavy thing. They didn't have to carry the presence of God. It was the responsibility of the Levites. They, should, they would carry the ark upon their shoulders. The ark would give the people the victory in battle. They would overcome enemies because of the special task these priests had to do. In the New Testament age, a part of our responsibility, everybody say our responsibility, is to carry the ark on behalf of the, a lost and dying world. That is our responsibility. Imagine the priest carrying the weight and the burden of the ministry, the ark, without leaders serving and working for you, we would be lost. Thank God for good leaders. Amen? Thank God for our leader, Pastor Gratian. If I've offended you, I want to say I apologize now in advance. Before the rapture takes place, I won't have a chance to say I'm sorry. So before rapture takes place, I want, to, I want my VIP pass into heaven. Hallelujah. Because it's 1157 and I'm on my way to heaven. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. So thank God for good leaders that operate in their ministry and operate in their gifts to help us. Pastor said that we need each other to help each other. Praise the Lord. We all have a responsibility. At times the ark may be heavy. Coming to church may be a burden, waking up Sunday morning to come and to be here. It may be a burden for you, you know, to be in ministry. Hallelujah. But the rewards, hallelujah, the rewards of walking on that streets of gold, the rewards of walking through the pearly gates, hallelujah, it's worth it. Hallelujah. Living for the Lord, it's worth it. Hallelujah. Let me tell you a little story about um, one of our well-known preachers in our organization. His name is Anthony Mangan. Anybody know him? He's from Alexandria. Pastor Gratian might know him. He's from Alexandria. He's a well-known, well-known um, preacher in our organization. Praise the Lord. Anybody know 
Bill Clinton. Anybody know Bill Clinton? Yeah. A former American president. Mangan, brother Mangan, Anthony Mangan. He, he told the story about visiting the president of United States of America. So, he was given an invitation to go to, to the White House in America. He went in. He had to go through all these security checks first before getting him and uh, get, get to see the president, President Bill Clinton. So he had to go through all these checks and all through the securities and, and all these things that, you know, America have. You know, they want to really want to protect their, 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 their president. So security to, to come to the president is very tight. You know, it's very tight. You just can't walk up to the president and say, how's it going, Sammy? You can't because, you know, he, he, uh, to, to meet the president, you know, there's, there's a lot of processes and, and, and security checks you have to go through. So Mr. Mangan, being a preacher, he, he didn't have any record. He only had records of him being, him um, baptizing people and filling people with the Holy Ghost. So that was a good record. And so he, he got invitation to meet the president. So he come up to the president there and this is what he said of his experience in coming to see the president. They went into this special room and, and there was a guy there that said to him, I will give you this badge. This badge has to stay on you. Because when you go into the next room over there, there'll be Hitman, or what do you call these guys? Bodyguards. Everywhere. Everywhere in that place. And they will watch you, watch you like a samurai ninja. You make one mistake, and they will pounce on you and ounce you. And, and so, he got his check, he got his VIP pass. He had this little badge, he said, I'll give you this VIP badge. But I want to put this tie flag here. It's a kind of a pin he put on his tie. And he says that when you go in there, these hitmen or bodyguards, they will look at everybody. But, and they will know, according to this color of this um, badge here, they will allow you to come. Just like Brother Gara. Brother Gara, show everybody. Something like that, but it's American. It's not a Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander. Anyway, he had this badge, and he said, "When you walk in there, these these hitmen, these bodyguards, they will look at this badge, and they will know how close you can get to the president. When you have this certain color of badge, you 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 might stand at the back. You only look, you only look at the." the president from a distance, but these certain badges will allow you to come right up to the president and shake his hand. Praise the Lord. And so, Anthony Mangan walks into the, the area, just maybe bigger than this, and he walks in and he says, and everywhere there's guys walking around, bodyguards, and they watching every step, everybody make. And he, Mr. Mangani, had this badge, and he walked up to the president, and everybody 
in all these bodyguards were just looking at him. And he knew that he had this right badge to allow him to come to the president and shake his hand. Because he got an invitation. Thank God that we get an invitation from the Lord to come here today. Amen. He has given us an invitation. He has given us an invitation to come into his presence. Because this is where he dwells. With his people. He said, I will dwell with the people. Hallelujah. Jesus. You know, to get to the Ark of the Covenant, there were three stages, as Pastor spoke about. There was the brazen altar, the brazen labor altar, and there was the Ark of the Covenant. Just like Anthony Mangan, he had, he had all these different stages that he had to get to what he wanted to get. You know, Pastor spoke about it this morning that, you know, we have direct access. Direct access. Into the presence of God. We have direct access. You know, the Old Testament, as Pastor said, man could not enter into God's glory. However, in the New Testament, God's glory in us is in us by the Holy Ghost. So let us this morning, let us this morning come boldly. As Pastor spoke, the altar should be our friend. We shouldn't be afraid of the altar. We should come boldly this morning unto the throne room of grace. That we may obtain mercy in a, and find grace to help in a time of need. Do you have a need this morning? As pastor said, that we have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now, we are no more strangers. We are no longer foreigners. But we are fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. Hallelujah. Why don't we rise this morning? The entire purpose of the tabernacle was so that a holy God could have a relationship with sinful people. But this relationship would only function properly, properly if the people put their tent right. If they didn't get it right, then God promised He wouldn't show up with His power. He wouldn't provide provision. This is in the Old Testament tabernacle. In the New Testament the New Testament takes this terminology or language or vocabulary of the Old Testament worship and reinterprets it for us to describe a radical new way of worship. Under the Old Covenant, the people brought the fruit of the field, as Pastor said this morning. But under the New Covenant, we are to bring the fruit of our lips. Hallelujah. By Him... Therefore, let us offer sacrifices of praise to God continually. The psalmist says, His praise shall continually 
be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord. I will offer my sacrifice. I will lift him up. I will bless him because I know who he is. I know who he is to me. He loves me no matter how much I fail him. I know he loves me no matter when I am down. I know he loves me when I cannot praise him. I know he loves me when I cannot worship him. I know he loves me because I can come to a place like this and I can come to an altar and I can I can I can bow down before him and I can worship him and he can come down and pour out his spirit into my heart and I can feel him hallelujah stirring with inside of me hallelujah thank God that we have this VIP access this morning God is going to give you VIP access into his presence this morning hallelujah we serve a God hallelujah who loves us we serve a God is not distant from us we serve a God that is alive we serve a God who cares for us he said he says casting you Jesus he cared for you this morning he said, casting all cares upon him, for he cares for you. He loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. But you have to allow him in. He says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open up, and I will come in and sup with him. I will abide with him. I will abode with him. I will stay with him because you are his tabernacle. You are his temple. Know ye not that you are the temple of the living God and the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. The Spirit of God dwelleth in you. We don't have a tabernacle anymore. If you have the Holy Ghost, he dwelleth in you. He dwelleth in you. All he wants you to do this morning is come to the altar. Oh, come to the altar. Oh, come to to the altar this morning and come boldly. God is wanting to give you VIP passes into his presence. Do you just want to stand back and allow the Levites to worship this morning or do you want to come and worship together at the altar? This is what the altar is for. This is what the altar is for. This is what the altar is for. Oh come my brother. Oh come my sister. Let us come this morning and allow God I know who I am I'm a chosen generation stepping out of the vehicle. God, you drive it. 